going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 164 of the Gay Gap Podcast. Here we bring you everything New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national, international sports. Also, you're Shani Agassi, George Tomlin, Cunningham, Trish, Sam Rowe, and our special guest, Sam Giovanni. Word! Thank you, Including about Living 2, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the music, right for you, and YouTube. Also, also, should be at Gabby. said, it's time to get your game on. Adam, about time you brought the you brought the podcast. Okay, guys, new rule, <clears throat> new rule. Anyone who interrupts me during my intro gets an all max trip to their waiting room. Here's the thing: we can interrupt it if it sucks. That's the rule. All right, all right, fine. If it's bad. All right, fine. If it's bad, I'll lie. But, but, like, but if I'm bringing the hype, then then uh, you guys interrupt me, then I'll, you're going to the waiting room. Nigga, if, if it wasn't for us interrupting your intros, we would have we would, wouldn't have a lot of hits. You're welcome, jackass. Guys, what am I gonna do? I'm about? going. I'm going to lose my damn mind if we do not start. Yeah, because our friend Sandy has to get broke tomorrow. We're on the air, jackass. Yeah. All right. But, guys, let's not be around the bush here. We got a very, very special guest joining us. Alex, this is your guy. Introduce our guest. Okay. Uh, this is Sam Giovanni. Um, he uh, does a lot of work um, covering the Sixers, and I've I've seen his uh, – Twitter uh, work um, constantly throughout this past season, and uh, I I didn't he- hesitate to reach out and ask him to come on and talk about how uh, such a disappointing uh, ending uh, this season has been and uh, what his thoughts are moving forward. Appreciate that intro. I'm very happy to uh, join you guys. There's um. My audio coming through. You're good, brother. Okay, but the green box around mine didn't light up. But yeah, thank you guys for having me. Uh, quite the ending to the Sixers season, so I'm excited to uh, chop it up with you guys yeah. about what it means and what might be to come. Already, one big move underway. I'm sure there will be more. Yeah. So, let me let me lead us off here, guys. Let me let me let me let me no 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 no. You know what? That's it. Sorry about that, but guys, uh, obviously, Sam, I talk about disappointing loss for the Sixers, you know, um, and get in a game seven to the Celtics. Ultimately, I know they move off the doctor, so I'm gonna ask you your initial thoughts like, what was your overall reaction to game seven and the fire of Doc Rivers? Man, I mean, first, throw it back to game six going into that game, there was like the chance All that right. they could really make it happen. Um, and, and Adam, I'm going to kick your ass. Keep playing with me. I'm going to kick your ass. I know where you live. I will come find you after the show. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> uh, so just the the fact that they didn't close it out in game six was, like, worrisome. But, like, I felt like the vibe of some fans was, like, okay, we can do it backs against the wall in game seven where it wasn't in game six. But – the it didn't start great. It started with a bunch of 
discussion about the referees. Uh, Doc said a bunch of stuff like that in his pregame. And then the game started, and Joel and James were essentially carried to a three-point deficit at halftime in a tie game early in the third, and then just completely got away from them. It was almost the exact opposite of what people have come to expect from the Joel Embiid Sixers, is that he's great, but the guys around him aren't good enough. And that's why the team suffers. They are total opposite in game seven. Total opposite. Joel had uh probably the worst game of his career given everything that was riding on it, just completely failed to live up to the moment. Same with James Harden, that it's been more expected from him, seeing all his epic playoff collapses over the years, but it happened again. And the fact that it just be didn't become a game like in the snap of a finger, basically, was very surprising. And, the, I mean, the game was over at some point in the third quarter when Jason Tatum and the Celtics were going on a ridiculous run. And for the connection that still lingers with, like, the Sixers trading out of the pick for Tatum, I'm sure it made it sting even more that he lived up to the moment, had 51 points in Game 7, was just torching the Sixers all over the court. And the fact that they fired Doc Rivers doesn't, Surprise me based on his total body of work. It looks weird after game seven where the loss wasn't his fault. It was James, it was the fault of Joel and being James Harden for just completely falling apart. But it looked almost like a scapegoat move because it was just the easiest move to make. But I think his given his overall body of work, it was not unexpected and is something that could lead to them recuperating something now obviously they have to do a good job of hiring the next guy but um i think it was it was fair given the three years that he had been here his overall track record coming into this stint with the sixers um yeah it didn't surprise me um and it obviously wasn't as like much of a reaction to the game seven loss as it showed but yeah this um coach hiring process will be interesting daryl is talking to media tomorrow afternoon, so we will see what uh, he has to say. Uh, I got to ask you a question, Sam. Go ahead, Michael. Since I'm the actual know about, actually know about basketball more than Grisani with the Devil's jersey, but we got to work on that. <laughs> Nintendo hat and Nintendo shirt, but go ahead. And why, and Alex, Devil, we, by the way. we got, we got a basketball guest, Alex, and you're wearing a Philly shirt? Shame on you. Uh, but, Sam, here's the thing I, I got to agree with. Joel Embiid, it's, it's the MVP curse. Every time you win the MVP award, you choke in the playoffs. It's been mm-hmm. the last four to five years. It's, it happens. Mm-hmm. Jokic is, when he won back-to-back MVPs, what happened? Second mm-hmm. round exit. Embiid, second round exit. Mm-hmm. So Embiid wins the MVP trophy. Yeah. What's next? Oh, they lose in the second round. You were up 3-2. You had 3-2. You were up at home. This thing I don't get. James, you got to get rid of Tobias Harris. I'm sorry. He's not good. He can't play for shit. He's a bum. You're paying him all that money. You have P.J. Tucker who could – I'm not even a six fan. I'm just saying Allen has a basketball analysis. P.J. Tucker that could play defense and could literally get – he's a 3 and D, literally a 3 and D. Maxi has to be their third out, their second scorer over Harden at this point in his career because Harden is 30-something years old. He can't score like 30 points a game how he used to. So Maxi has to be their second option. Have Harden as their third option. And Oscar agree with me on this. That 
Doc Rivers wasn't a problem how they lost. He just got out-coached by the Celtics coach. He just got out-coached and the players. But here's the thing, though. But if you look at Doc Rivers' game sevens, he has lost 10 game sevens in this decade. He has won game seven in this decade. You know how bad you have to – you know how bad your team is? But here's the thing. He didn't have a bad team around him. He didn't have a bad team around him. He had a good team. You you had Kawhi and Paul George. You couldn't have, you couldn't lead them. You had CP3 and Blake Griffin. A healthy Blake Griffin and a healthy CP3. You couldn't win with them. So is it either he can't coach anymore or his players are losing their respect? And I'm saying, in my opinion, this was the biggest choke by an MVP. You just won the MVP award. You played great in the regular season. You averaged what nineteen points in this in in the second in the last couple of games. You averaged. You should have played better. You're the best player in the league. You should have been playing better. You are. You you have you had James Harden, who's probably one of the best ISO players in the NBA. That can literally give you the ball when any at God will. But I'm, if I'm if I'm if I'm the Sixers, I'm trading everybody. Keep um keep stars keep you mean Nate keep Harden and and Embiid keep Maxi give it everybody else keep Tucker for any better get rid of everybody else. I do think the I I don't disagree. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of a more embarrassing way for an MVP to to go out. There are honorable ways to lose if he just didn't have his jumper going and he made hustle plays trying to do everything. Um, if he had a just a good normal Joel Embiid game would have been fine but the fact that he went out looking almost disinterested looking not ready like not meeting the like level of urgency that he needed I felt like that set the tone for the team almost and the guys around him tried their best to overcome it and it's kind of hard to do when the two superstars on the team just aren't meeting that moment and as for what the team work the team needs around it I agree that there's got to be some some moves I mean it's the way that Harden ended the series, it's so crazy that that covers up for the fact that he had two 40-point games that earned them two wins. Game one, when um, Joel was out, and game four, when Joel still wasn't at his, like, very, very best, and Harden helped, like, kind of cover up for him. So, like, there's definitely some moves that need to be made. Uh, I, I think trading Tobias Harris is the more obvious one, given that he... Like he started off the year great, shooting all the shots that they wanted him to, and that version of him just disappeared very quickly. And the inconsistencies, the contract, obviously, and the fact that it's expiring now, like it probably leaves room for a trade to be made where you get different guys, guys who are more willing to shoot quicker, guys who are maybe more lighter on their feet. Um, I think Tobias is a is a fine player, but he is just not what the Sixers need, and it's been. It's been clear for a while, and especially now that your their backs are really against the wall, and it's really time to put up or shut up. That he probably will be traded. What I really am interested to do is seeing where what happens with Harden. I feel like they want to keep him. Daryl's there. It's Daryl's guy. He obviously wants to keep him. I think James and Joel got along well. They made enough tweaks in their games to work together, but he's going to Harden took a pay cut last summer. He's going to want to max this summer. And that's going to be extremely risky for a guy who put up another chapter in his uh, book of playoff failures and is going to just continue to age. So 
I agree. Like it is time for Maxi to start stepping up. I think it would be tough because I think Harden, uh, like you said, isn't the 30 point scorer he used to be, but still wants to be. So the, there were some reports coming out, I think from ESPN today that Harden wasn't really all that happy being like the pure facilitator guy. So I'm interested to see if there's a coach that can kind of find that balance of, you know, helping him help himself in his old age and allowing Maxi to grow while still getting him be the ball in his spots. Like it'll be, it'll be very interesting. And roster wise, um, Daryl Moore is going to have a lot of tough decisions on top of not just what to do with Harden, but to reassign guys like Paul Reed and, and Jalen McDaniels, George Niang, Jake Milton, like whoever he wants to. So uh, I, this is just speculation, but I would expect some, some bigger changes coming from the Sixers roster over the course of the off season. It'll be tough. They don't have a lot of avenues to go, but they've got to find something to, you know, maybe build an image of whatever new coach they got. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely a dilemma, you know, for Sixers, guys. I think letting go of Doc Rivers, though, I'm not going to necessarily say, like, it's the wrong move, because we all know Doc Rivers, like, let's face it, since outside of, you know, um, two, of that 2008 round with the Boston Celtics, he's have got, Doc Rivers is a great regular season coach, but we all know that come Ocean time, he has issues of, you know, Gang like your his teams like over the hub. That being said, it's comp- say I think you agree. It's completely unfair to put this all on Doc Rivers. This is not. This is not only. This is not. This is not only his fault. Yo, Harden. Yo, I think a lot more to blame has to go on your best players. Yo, Harden. You know, um, not sure. Harden. You know, uh, not playing up to his standards. Uh, uh and especially Joel Embiid. I mean. If you're the MVP of the league, you're the MVP of the league, and you're the franchise player. I'm sorry, you got cut bigger in a game seven. I'm sorry, Please you brother. got you got to play better. Than that. So, brother. while I definitely understand why the doctors go, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say say that's the wrong decision. I don't think like he was as much of an issue as you know the superstars you know aren't performing. Right. Yeah. That game seven was no, totally not on him. It's not his fault that James Harden and Joel Embiid couldn't hit a shot. Um, what I I think what a lot of fans did point to and what I think is fair is that the culmination of his coaching over the years led to a spot where they weren't ready to go in Game 7. There were still miscommunications on defense. There was an inability to overcome the Celtics' adjustments of what they were doing defensively, most notably putting Robert Williams into the starting lineup. Um, that, you know, game seven, if you want to list the people to blame, Doc Rivers is not very high up. And Joel Embiid and James Harden are one and two in what, whichever order you want. They, you know, but, they gave up my opinion. That's why they lost. Um, right. But it's like- on. It's just it. Doc's coaching over the course of the season led them to a point where they weren't able to overcome. They didn't have many answers they could go to. They did try some adjustments defensively on Jason Tatum, but offensively they couldn't match it. They went – ice cold in that third quarter while the Celtics were going on an offensive explosion. And I think yeah, part of that is that inability to come over that part of that was on doc rivers. So the number one adjustment was to just Joel and B James Harden have to play like superstars. So that's on them and not on doc, but okay, so doc is that, also not blameless. I'm going to say that 
Jason Tatum is better than Joel Embiid. That's my take for the night. Jason played him. He's 100% better than Embiid. I don't give a fuck about Embiid's great. Uh, I mean, it's debatable. It's it's, no. de- it's debatable. Embiid, and I'm and this may another hot take. I don't think Embiid should have won the MVP. I, I, gave- I, I, I thought he I thought I thought he deserved the MVP this year. It should have been, it should have gave the Jokic or uh, Tatum or or, uh, or I, I I mean he was just he was literally the best player in the, like in the regular season though. And yeah, if you want to get him for his for a postseason, I can understand that. But honestly, like before this game, before this game, um, before before this game, actually, let you go know, quickly. Before this game, I'm pretty sure everyone agreed. Like MB was the MVP. Now, if you want to say you you would take Jokic over him, I completely agree. That's the take that I can completely agree with, but. I think we're talking about who was the MVP this season. I, I think I think Embiid deserved it. Guys, I got something to say. Embiid forgot like he knew how to play basketball out there. I'm sorry. My dad I'm not said, disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing. He forgot how to play basketball. Like, what happened? Motherfucker forgot how to dribble, learn how to shoot. Forgot how to pass. Like, what happened? He forgot Mike, like he played. Mike, Mike, one freaking game doesn't define his season. What what happened? Your playoffs. Right, season- uh, oh, all right, Alex, it's time for you to chime in. Go ahead. Hold on, wait, all wait. Right, I, 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 Mike, Mike, Alex, you Mike. and Michael go ahead, head now. <laughs> Mike, now about a rip how, his Mike, strength. Mike, how the heck are you talking shit? Your Lakers just lost tonight in Game One. Your Knicks are out in Cancun. Oh, okay, Alex, you you said, and I quote, the Sixers going to make it to the finals, right? What happened? And beat choke as usual. You can't and, win with Embiid. You can't and, win with Embiid. You can't win with him. He's a liability and, as an offensive leader. He's a liability. Julius Randall also choked. Boy, he's in the same the position. Is bad because your team. You can't win with him. He's in the same freaking position. You, I admit, you can't win with Randall. I'm a Nick fan. I said that many a times. You can't admit that. So and be one MVP. He didn't do shit with it. Hell, you gave my dad MVP. He could do better than Embiid. Hell, yeah, I don't disagree with that. But also, what to Alex's point, man, it's one game. I understand, but, but it looks the, bad. You were averaging it's a regular season games. award. It's a regular. Listen, listen. There's plenty of of slander to be thrown in Embiid's way. He deserves all of it. But I don't think one of them is he didn't deserve MVP. This doesn't undo. All the great work he did in the regular did, season. It looks regular... weird now, given especially how good Jokic is, and that they just beat the Lakers with him putting up a fantastic stat line. And I, I totally understand the the swing of Sorry, best center in the league right now because the Sixers are playing golf right now. He's a little butthurt. I you listen. It listen. There's a lot of slander to be had. The, as well it as doesn't change next. the MVP. It doesn't change the MVP. As frustrating as, as, well as it as looks, next. it doesn't change the MVP award. I listen. In terms of who the best player is between Jokic and Embiid. It's all going in Jokic's favor, and Jokic deserves it. But it doesn't change the the MVP awards. This I completely agree. Oh, no, Jokic won two back to back MVPs. You know, they're like, you know what? We'll give it to a beat a little bit. We'll give it beat a trophy so he can feel. It's like that. Remember, it's like that trip, that participation trophy when you play football. Like how Alex probably got in his room. His trophies are in his room. The little participation trophy being in the team for the water boy. That's what. Yeah, we're just giving it to Embiid this year, make it feel good. 
That's why I think it was Sam. That's nah, why I'm... he listen. I think he improved. And listen, if he did exactly what happened last year, I would agree. But he led the Sixers to a better record. He improved his scoring efficiency, and James Harden definitely helped in the regular season again. But I I disagree with the pity MVP there. Hey, it's, it's hey, those two should... neck and neck, and Jokic won the first two races, and Embiid won one because they're both just very close in this MVP. All right, honestly, here's what you can. Here's the thing, Sam. You mean you and Sam Morrow no basketball on here. Better than anybody. Do you think you could make Embiid your number one option to win a championship? Because I think you can't do it because he, he he can't live for the pressure, in my opinion. He can't rise up the pressure. You've seen it every year. He had Jimmy Butler, and he and it was Embiid's team. He can't be that number one option in my, to lead a championship team. I think he could be an MVP, but also needs – Another Batman like that could help him. He can't literally have a Robin. I don't know if he needs a Batman, but... He can't have a Robin by himself. He needs another Batman. That's the only way that Six can get over the... Oh, another Batman? Okay, I can can understand that. Or he needs to be like a Batman 1B to a Batman 1A. So maybe like like a Danny Lure type? Like somebody that can help him. Like he can't... Okay, but here's the real question that you should be asking, Mike. And I'm I'm being serious when I say this. Like, if we're talking championships, we've seen how he's performing the playoffs. So I'm being serious when I ask this. Can we say Joel Embiid is a Batman? Oh, good question. We don't know if he can. Just <laughs> think about it. Every time he's been Batman or the supposed Batman, he's failed. He's choked. And it's not like, unfortunately, it's not like Giannis where it's like, all right, but his team failed him because Giannis passes out for threes and his team is breaking threes. No, like last game, Iris Max and Tobias Harris, they had pretty decent games. Let me ask Alex this, Sam. I, I agree with you. But Alex, how do you feel since you're the biggest six sixer dick rider on the, on the podcast? You know how what? You- how does- Actually, no, go then, on, then you can then you can ask uh, Sam G. Giovanni a question. Right? No, no, no. Let me ask. No, no. I got you, Adam. I just want to hear what Alex said because he said that Embiid is probably the best player since Walking Bread, since sliced bread or whatever. So, Alex, do you think Embiid is a Batman since he choked every right. playoff he's been uh, in? The last actually, quarter- go then you can ask Sam. Go ahead. Sam, we just exposed Embiid, so go ahead. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a start. I mean, uh, you can't really throw negative shit towards Embiid just because he lost his series and it's just like because the he had- FC's series in a row he lost. He can't make it out of this third, second round, bro. Every year he lost. That's the if you if you fall short one time, it's like fine. It's like okay, but were you in your sleep? All- has has he has the Sixers at least question. at least he's wait, Adam. Go ahead. At least, at least he's better in basketball than you, Big Mike. He's an NBA player. I hope so. <laughs> it's like I has Joel Embiid ever made to the conference finals? Never, Alex. To your statement, like, that that's saying. Hold up, Adam. You can't even hold get up, to I'm the conference rip, finals. I'm, I'm sorry, that's a bad look. Let me rip. Let me rip. Uh, Adam. Adam. Speaking of uh, point of view of a Brooklyn Nets fan. Uh, I would shut up. Uh, Adam. 
You know what I find really funny, at guys? The, the, the at least, at least know. my best player doesn't choke. That's all I'll say. Bridges had a better <laughs> playoffs than Embiid, in my opinion. That's it. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't, isn't it funny? Yeah, isn't we, it? we swept you guys in the playoffs. Oh. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You know, you know, you know what I find really funny the fact that Alex is getting real sensitive that we're calling Jordan Beater Robin when, like, when he literally is like Alex. It's, I'm sorry to say, it's just factual evidence. Like, if we look, no, wait, no, I got this. I got this, guys. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Um. So, let me tell you the difference between. Jason Tatum and Joel Embiid, and why Jason Tatum probably just passed Joel Embiid on like the list of NBA players. Jason Tatum is five and one in Game Sevens. Guys, guess what Joel Embiid is in Game Sevens? Oh, and two. He's zero and five. Or hey. Owen, yeah, he's. I'm pretty sure I, I heard the stat correctly. He's zero and five. He has not won a single Game Seven. And Sam, I'm and, right. No, has no, he ever has he ever played in a conference final? No, he has he's not. never he's never played. He's never made it. Never made it. Never made the conference finals in his career. He's never made it. He's 0 and 3 in conference it's, semifinals. It's, and not only that, guys, you wanna know a crazy stat? Uh what? Ruel and B just had the biggest drop off in points by an MVP in NBA history. Guess how many points I guess what the point differential was from his playoff to his regular season. Ten points, I think. It was close. It was nine point five. I, I saw that stat too. Hey Alex, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Can you win with Joel Embiid as your best player? No, you cannot do it. I'm sorry. You can't. Sam, I want I want to hear what Alex. I'm not gonna say definite def, definite no, but right now it's like uh, you, you have you 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 fan. right now. It's a, it's. A, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna to tell you Adam, the I truth. To tell you the truth. Yeah. In uh, one hundred percent truth, I think you have to build around him and Harden. Nah, you didn't answer my question. You 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 didn't answer. He answered around it. Did wait, he, wait, he didn't, wait, wait, wait. did you say around Harden? Harden. Harden. Harden? Harden. Brothers. Sam, I mean, Sam. He's like yeah. probably the only player that was as bad as like Embiid. The only player to choke more than James Harden is Chris Paul. I mean, like, it depends if Harden stays in Philly or he leaves. If that's the case. If that's Alex, the case. Alex, it would be a blessing if he left. I'm sorry, dude. Wait, It'd be wait. A blessing let, me, if he left. let me finish. Let me finish. If oh, that's Alex the case, is bad today. Okay. If that's the case, build build the the nucleus of the team surrounding Tyrese Maxey and Embiid. Okay, I can that understand. Would be I, that okay, would be okay, Alex. Let me ask you a question. Do you think yeah. the Sixers will ever be good to win to make it out the third round to the third, to the to the conference finals? But here's the thing. Yeah. You guys. Yeah, I, can, I can see them making the finals in the next two to three years. Not happening. Here's why. You have you can't trust Embiid in the playoffs. Two, you you got to get rid of Tobias Harris. That's the, and, and, I, and I'm thinking Philly ain't going to let him go because Joel Embiid doesn't know how to fucking win. Excuse me. Three, 
I think y'all should pray to God you guys get a free agent. Who's the biggest, Sam? D, do you know who the biggest free agent, who's, who's free agent is this year? Uh, um, Draymond Green. Kyrie Harden? You have, you have Draymond, who's leaving Golden State. That's just, I'm calling it now. He's leaving Golden State because Golden State doesn't want him anymore. No, Golden State still wants Draymond. They, they still they don't want, want Draymond. They, no, they're, they're looking to trade. No, no, they're trading pool. They're keeping pool. Now, pool is probably going to go to that league in China where they had the strip, had the cheerleaders twerking on, 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 on the court. <laughs> That's what Embiid's going to average. Uh, no, Poole going to average 50 points a game. You saw that shit, right, Sam, that I sent you? Yeah, I saw it. It was funny. No, that's going to be that's gonna be Jordan Poole in China. Guys, can we talk about Dylan Brooks on how bad he is as a player? Can we please? I, I wish Sam's used you. I'm so sorry you're supposed to be our guest yet. Yeah, these two. That all, everyone's all big. No, all everyone's got to get their talks. And I get it. Uh, yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Oh, Sam, okay, okay. Sam D, what do you think oh, about Dylan Brooks as a player? I mean, I think I that – Listen, I think that there's a team out there that could turn him into a rotation player that doesn't have massive flaws. Like, I think um, he's a really good defensive player. Like, I feel like he's got – like, some of that competitive spirit boils over. And hurts the Grizzlies, but I think some of it makes him and his athleticism makes him a pretty good defender. It's on offense where he's not good enough to have the ball constantly. He's not a great like spot up shooter. I think the Grizzlies and him just like straight up parting ways. I get because he needs to change the scenery, but I think whatever team gets him, I mean, I guess it depends on the team. But I think there are a lot of teams out there that if he goes to the right structure, he will actually like help them improve. Maybe just marginally, but. I think there is under all the controversy and front runner that he shows is is some talent. There is some NBA talent with Dylan Brooks, but I do get the the antics. So I, I got something to say about Dylan Brooks because, in my opinion, this is going to be a hot take. If no team picks him up, he's going to China. Let's just be real. I think some team will pick him up though. But yeah, I could see him going to China, wanting to be like the like Scottie Pippen of Chinese basketball. But I think some team will pick him up. I think some team will. Some team will give a chance. He can't shoot. He's too. He's too arrogant. No, that's the one thing about Dylan Brooks is that he's got. He's one of those players that has such a big ego and thinks he's better than he actually is. He's not that good. Like a I, Tony Allen of an NBA player, he only plays good defense. Like, like for, like for example, like um, uh, what's what's a, what's a good what's a good example here? Uh, like a um, like like for example, like a Skype, like he, like a Skype, could have like that type of you know attitude. A um, you know, but you know, what I mean, like a. A super solid little player can have the type of attitude and swagger. A player like Dylan Brooks, it's like he like he like he can't get away with that. Yeah, and I, I I do I'm interested to see if the Grizzlies like dumping him makes him want to change that, or if he's just like whatever, it's all their fault. So I do think that again, there's probably some team out there with the the leadership, the infrastructure to kind of like rein him in. I I, I, I don't do think, think he's going to. I think that there are teams out there that really need wing defense. All right, that deserve that. Like you, that will give him a chance. Hi, Paul Cunningham. Hello. 
I didn't know you could see me. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Adam, why are you scaring people like that, bro? I was just saying hi to your pops. My dad don't like you guys. Okay. <laughs> Please don't say that. Paul, uh, your dad loves us. Your dad it's loves Mr. Us. Cunningham for the last time. Mr. Cunningham, all right? Good nerd. Mr. Paul, Mr. Cunningham, okay. Whatever you guys prefer. I'll be like Alex from calling him Paul. And all, right. Correct- but, all right. But Sam, I wanted to get back to the Knicks here. Um, not, not the Knicks. The 76ers here. I wanted to get back to the 76ers here because... Obviously, now they headed to the offices. The offices they're going to be looking for a new coach. They're going to be looking for a new coach. But really, like we said, we said before, it's like they're in a weird spot right now because it's like, it's like, like you said, like is and their question whether or not and be can be a true guy. So, I, but because I'm saying, aside from that, I'm not really sure what the Sixers can do. Like, do they try to go out there and, and get another star to pair with them? And B, do they um? Do they try to like improve the depth around them? So I want to ask you, um, Sam, like, what do you could you, what do you think the plan has to, uh, has to be going forward for the Sixers to hopefully one day that I can uh, uh, that can elevate them to championship status? Well, I do think having another star around Embiid would help, but the route to acquiring that star is going to be tough. It's either betting on Harden or flipping. Like you know, finding someone in a trade, which they don't really have many draft picks in trades, so they probably can't. But I think the the biggest thing you have to do is uh, surround Joel with you know more depth would help. Um, but you don't necessarily need like a big name star. You can have someone who can like produce at a high level, and you already have one. They already have one in Tyrese. You kind of still need someone else alongside and B to be sort of an offensive engine. I think the alternative route would be, you know, he's obviously not Nikola Jokic as a player, but building, you know, the, the system the Nuggets have around Jokic is they have guys who know how to play off of him. And, you know, Jokic and Embiid, neither of them are quick when they have the ball. They're both obviously big, slow-footed guys, but the Nuggets just have so much off-ball movement and shooters around Jokic that he can afford to hold on to the ball for a while and can be slow going, you know, to where he wants to get but he can make the right passes to get it open. Now, Joel is obviously not that level of passer, but I think he's good enough to where he can, you know, make some reads of if someone's open in front of him, getting his zip like past them. There are a few times throughout the course of the series, even in the Celtics and throughout the regular season where he could find the open guy and the few times that there was an off ball movement, but there really wasn't. So I think that, you know, something like that could work even though Joel isn't the playmaker that uh, that Nicole Jokic is but there really are no tough answers and that's why it's you know that's why the game seven loss stinks so much it's like this was the best chance you had even with Harden's playoff failures he was still really good with Joel the team had depth they had you know so many things going in their favor and they still ended up in losing in the second round so there really are no easy answers and so you know, i said this at the top of the show it's going to be a very interesting offseason to see what this roster looks like i'm sure there will be some changes but it's hard to map out exactly what they'll be exactly and the one thing i will say about joel i'm gonna i will kind of come to joel and beast defense here a, a little bit i mean sam and michael i, th- I think you both kind of catch your sisters right now we're Looking at, 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 at Embiid and we're saying, like, is he a choker? Now people are leaning towards, like, him being a choker. The choker narrative 
can change very, very quickly. We see we see it multiple times now, sports. Remember how many years it took Michael Jordan to finally, you know, um, to 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 destroy to destroy that narrative. Remember how long? Remember LeBron James got embarrassed in the twenty like eleven finals, like where he like, scored like what nine points one against. He was with Phoenix Joker. Guess what? Both those guys are now the some of the greatest players of all time, Mama. You guys are killing more recently with Jokic or not Jokic, Giannis too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was gonna win it when he did. Yeah, yeah. So let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Hold up. Let me finish. Can I finish? No, you say. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. The Tampa Bay Lightning all the way back. Remember, they got completely embarrassed. They got swept by the lowly Columbus Blue Jackets. Everyone thought that they that they could win a postseason. Guess what? They win two straight Sankas. So, so that's the thing, guys. The you choker, the choker narrative, it can change very, very quickly. That's all Sam, I'm gonna say. Boy, where you at, Sam? I'm about to smack this one. I'm about to smack this dude from comparing hockey to basketball. They're two. Effing different sports. I uh, I, I think his point stands. The point wasn't about the games of the sports themselves. It was about how you're seen as a loser until you're not, and that is kind of true, especially with all those great players. Like what players the, the did he problem, name? Player, the problem with Sixers and Embiid is that it looks like there's no more road to travel down. This was it. This was the big thing. And if it's not going to be this year, the odds of them getting better in the future or Joel suddenly realizing how to be great in these clutch moments, like, it just doesn't seem he likely. And that's why I think it stings so, so much. Hey, Adam, who did you say was great players that choked? You said Michael, about Michael Jordan, Jordan, LeBron James, Joe. What, how did Michael Jordan Michael Jordan choke in the playoffs? How? Remember, re- re- remember how how many years did he lose in the first round during, in the beginning of his he career? Joke, he was scoring 60 a game, 50, 40, 50 a game. The hell, because he had no help. Fail, no, bad. Uh, 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 no, uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering like his career wrong. I don't think That's it was necessarily a choke so much as it was just like playoff failure after playoff failure. Because he had there no you go, but like he there was still losing a lot before he they help. became of age and became. Uh, uh, all right, but still, like the thing about LeBron is still valid. The thing about you know, um, Yas is still valid. You know, it's it's like it's like the choking, the choker narrative. It can change quickly. That's all I'm saying. Adam, you about to make me have a heart attack. With your blasphemy. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong, but I think like the if that's what you're buying into right now, you it's um it's almost like the last resort yeah, that, of yeah, anything that, can happen. That's right? that's like, and I and I necessarily say that Joel and B's gonna go down that path. No, but but if you're saying if you're a Sixers fan, that's what you gotta be hoping for. Right. And I think Embiid is like, you know, even with what just happened, is still very talented to the point where it's worth building around him until he's not worth building around. Like he's in his, he's just turning 30. He's under contract for a few years, seemingly doesn't want to leave Philly. So I don't think they need to tear it all down now, but I also think that it's time to really like throw everything in the kitchen sink to see what you can do. And firing doc was not the fix, but a step in the potential right direction. So it's, it's going to be tough, obviously. And, 
like you said, anything can happen, but it's just, you know, it's kind of, especially with a team that continues to lose in the second round, no one's going to believe it until they see it. Here's my only thing with this. It's, it's, have you realized that the situation is a lot different than the others? Like, for example, LeBron makes it to the finals, chokes, but then next year he bounces back. Giannis makes it to the conference finals, 2-0 lead over the Raptors. But then both times when he get bounced, don't get me wrong, Giannis did like he did choke a little bit, but his coach didn't help, nor did the players around him help, and that was key. The players around him could not shoot, and they did not help him the way he was supposed to be helped. When you look at all these other examples, it's like you see like there's so many differences where it's like it's like players aren't playing their roles correctly, coaches aren't doing what they're supposed to do correctly, and they're making it to the finals and the conference finals, but unfortunately they're just not getting it. But in terms of Joel Embiid, every single year we keep saying. Oh well, he's he's gonna get it this year. Oh well, the the Sixers are gonna get it this year. Oh well, they're gonna get it this year, and they keep falling short every single time in the exact same place. And it's not like oh well, the role players aren't playing their thing. Like okay, the one year with Ben Simmons, we can agree Ben Simmons was trash, but especially something like this year, the role players showed up, guys. Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, they showed up the first quarter in Game Seven. P.J. Tucker had 11. That's the most he scored ever in a game, in a playoff game, it seems like. 11 points. So, like, how like how much more do we really expect from Joel Embiid when even his playoff averages, he's scoring only, like, 24 a game for his playoff averages? It's like there has to come a point where we're just like, yeah, in the regular season, he's amazing, but in the playoffs, he's just not that guy. I agree. I think the Game 7, if, like, people want to look at Game 7 as the nail in the coffin that ends that, or that sets that narrative for good, like, I don't blame him. It was an absolutely embarrassing performance. I think that, again, the, the talent is still there. And, again, through all his struggles on offense, defensively in this playoffs, I would say the only guy who was better was Anthony Davis. Like he was amazing on defense and there still is talent that I think the right scheme could like kind of help unlock. But I, I, I don't disagree with the, your overall point, Sam, like it, it like you, there comes a certain point. And I mean, if what, six years now of not being able to get out of the second round, like it's the, the over the, the evidence is overwhelming that he is not a guy that can get you into true championship contention. He can just get you, almost close enough that's where all the evidence shows of not only his play in these clutch moments but of his teams exactly and it's like it would, again it would be one thing if like okay he failed two times but then he finally broke through and went to the conference finals so it's like now i now at least we can be like you know what he's made progress he's made progress he's moved along he's learned what he has to do to get to that type of place after six years of staying in the same exact place, like, come on. It's like you it's like at this point, it's not learning anymore. It's just a talent difference. And especially when you're versing talent, for example, like the Boston Celtics, where 
first you were up 3-2, but second and more importantly, you're considered the best player in this series. You cannot get outplayed by both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. That was a case where it's, okay, Jason Tatum outplayed Joel Embiid. All right. Jason Tatum's one hell of a player. You're getting outplayed by the Celtics' second best player. That's where I'm yeah. kind of like. No uh, disrespect to Jalen Brown, but it's like, yeah, I agree. You should be getting outplayed by him. Uh, our guest just disconnected. Yeah, Ox, can you make sure um, Nick came? Does does does, does Sam uh, have to go? Uh, let me see. Yeah, try if if he has to go, just let him know so just so we can like say goodbye to him. Just 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 just, just make sure just make sure yeah like, he comes back on because yeah 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 so yeah it's getting late so if he did want to go I wouldn't blame him but. All right, before all right, but while while we're waiting for them to come back, uh, the Sixers weren't the only team to get eliminated. These from the playoffs, unfortunately, Michael, for your New York Knicks, your season has come to an end. Disappointing loss to the Miami Heat, yo. It was a great season. It, it was a great season. I'm not gonna, you know, um, I'm not gonna, you know, um. Serious say say it wasn't, but obviously it was a dis disappointing season. So Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a full here breakdown. Uh, this uh, this game and then this game and the next season as a whole. How you feeling, buddy? Honestly, I could be very. I'm very proud of this team. You should be. Honestly, I thought we were gonna win the second round, but Jalen Bronson played phenomenal. Barrett is pr- improving. Why he could be a why he could be a third option, or literally a second option, but Randall, oh Lord have mercy, guys! I'm trying to be a Christian man today. I'm trying to be Christian. Randall gotta go. How can I explain it? How can I literally explain my feelings? Hold up! How can I put into words? How he played. Yeah, I mean, he was he was not good. How can I put into how can I put into words? He played like dog shit. That's all I gotta say. Give Brunson a map. Give Brunson a map. He deserved it in the playoffs. He deserved it. Okay. Yeah. By the way, by the way, Sam is gonna rejoice quickly, but he has to go really soon. So just guys, you can continue, but when Sam when Sam gets to get back on, we're gonna say goodbye to him really quickly. I mean, honestly, I have to go in a little bit too, just because I I need sleep still. So yeah. Okay, that. but all right, uh, Sam, you there? Yeah. Sorry, I I have no idea what happened. I swear I didn't touch anything. It's, it's, just it's, froze. It's okay. And it's okay. But we all know you, you need to go now. So yeah. Any final questions for Sam Gimmin now, guys? All right. So that's uh, it. But Sam... I got I got one more question. All right. You got you have the last one. Go ahead, Alex. Okay. Uh, my last question is, what is your scenario of this summer of the picture of what the Sixers will be doing? 
I think the the ultimate picture of what they'll be doing is trying to find out is having honest conversations to try to find out what'll work best in the playoffs around Joel Embiid. I have seen some fans acting like this is the end and they might as well trade Joel, but I don't think they're at the point just yet. I think Daryl Morey is someone who, you know, Sam Hinkie was his, you know, kind of followed in his footsteps as his predecessor, learned under him. And Sam Hinkie's main thing was all about being led by stars. That's kind of what the process was about. And I think Daryl Morey's thinking is very much similar. So I don't think he's going to trade Joel just for the heck of it, just to try to get into this long rebuild. I think he's going to try to do what he can to build a good team around him. Whether that includes Harden, I mean, I think Daryl would like it to, but it's going to be tough to decide how to go about that situation. Um, I think that they're, you know, the decision to fire Doc, despite having two more years on his contract, I think shows that they're really serious about change and that they're really going to do some reflection. I would expect next fall for there to be a revamped team around Joel, or at least um, a team that looks kind of different with the new coaches. Uh play style so this game seven loss was probably like the the wake-up call that the team needed for them to get more serious about building around Joel and beat so I would expect that they keep Joel I if I had to guess they're probably going to keep James and they'll try to work around a new identity with those guys and some new supporting cast guys to see where it can take them and it'll be tough for some people to buy into of like you saw what you did in game seven. Now you're going to buy into these guys again. Like it's a tough message to fans, but if I had to guess, that would be the route that they go down. Definitely. Very insightful service. Sam, we thank you so much for coming on to take the time to join us. You know, uh, the, it was so much I was talking, not just Sixers, but basketball in general with you. So Sam, we really appreciate your time, buddy. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I really no appreciate it. One last um, thing here. Uh, tell us where all this just can find you. My dude. For, yeah, for anyone who wants to find me specifically, it can uh, you can find me on Twitter at BySamDGiovanni, or you can find me on ClutchPoints.com writing up about um, mostly the Sixers, but a few other sports um, as well. Um, you can follow you know all the ClutchPoints social medias, their ClutchPoints account, the Sixers account. You can see my stuff there as well. Um, but again, my main Twitter is at uh, by Santi Giovanni. Uh, fellas, thank you again for giving me the chance no to uh, talk with you guys. I had a great time. Uh, enjoy the you rest of your evenings. You too. Yeah, you, you won't go back anytime, Sam. Don't be a stranger. Thanks. Appreciate yeah. it, guys. Take care. Take care. Peace, brother. Bye. All right. That was that. All right, guys. I was Sam Giovanni. Great to have on all sixes inside. But getting back, all right. We're going to finish up. Si- we're going to finish up with next year really quickly. Then we're gonna, we got to get to the hot take because this episode is really starting to drag here. But but re- but really, you know, you have to feel good. You have to feel good, you know, about the Knicks. But I really feel like, guys, here's my feeling about the Knicks. At least as pressing constructed, I really feel like this is their ceiling. Like, they are right now, you know, a team that really best case – that this was their ceiling. Like, maybe best case now they could sneak into, you know, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. But really, this is their scene. They're a really, they're a good team. And they're really, they're a team that's fun to watch. Everything that's fun to watch. They play hard. They play gritty. But 
are they ever going to be able to compete with um, the Cel- the uh, Celtics, the 76ers, the Bucks of the world? So they, to really hopefully like one day come out of uh, to really hopefully make it to make make it uh make a run at the NBA championship as Presley constructed. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, no, they're not. What they're missing is right now they need that true superstar player. They need a true superstar player to pair with Jalen Brunson. Now, Jalen Brunson, we all can agree, he's a star. He he is at the very he, he right now he's at the very least yo know, a two option or I I I would argue he could be a one B option. But regardless, the, the Knicks they still need to go out there and get you know that uh what that that true you know star player. Who that star player is. I don't know, but that's the thing they need to need. That that's to be the goal now for you know uh the Knicks go out there get that superstar player. Michael, Sam, you're quiet. They need a bigger star. You agree, right? Yeah, sure, definitely. Yeah, because it's because uh, it's like it's like I'm sorry. The now at at the same time, I want to ask you guys. Want to ask both of, of you? Like, mm-hmm. let's say like the Knicks are going. Let's say they go out there. Let's say they make the. Let's do what we just talked about them. Let's say Joel Embiid becomes available. Let's say Joel Embiid becomes available. The Sixers decide to shop him. Mm-hmm. You know. The Sixers shop him, and obviously it's going to cost a lot of draft capital. But the Sixers, the Sixers or any other team, they ask for one of these two players in return: RJ Barrett or Julius Randle. Who are you including in the trade? Julius Randle. So you would keep um, you would keep RJ Barrett and trade Randle. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because RJ Barrett. Is very young, very talented. He and he proved himself in these playoffs. Yeah, I I agree with you. I like go I think... go away, Jew. And I got a song in this thing. How can I put in a song? Randall got the go. He got the clap, and he got the go. Yeah, no got the go. Randall got the go. Here's the. Here's the one problem with like a lot of people say, "Oh, trade Jewish Randall, trade Jewish Randall." You know, uh, uh, well, I want to agree. I do think he's a guy that I think w- is a guy to be looking to be. I I think is looking to, would be looking to move. I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily call him untouchable in trade talks, but the only problem is, is that he still had a great regular season. He like guys that average twenty five of ten. You know, you the, those guys they don't grow on trees, so. The so people are saying, "Oh, just trade Jewish Randall." Well, you have to, you have to find someone to replace him. That's that's that you can't just trade Jewish Randall just just for sake of trade him. You need to bring a come someone in who's gonna have you know a a a bigger bigger impact. Just simply trade him just for sake of trade him. That's not gonna solve anything. It's only gonna make the scene worse. Because Jewish Randall, say all you want about it, say all you want about him. You know, he does. He's getting a lot of criticism for it, like. His uh, his his performance in the postseason, and rightfully so. Oh, I'm not gonna say the criticism for terms right now is unwarranted, but 
Tradium just for shrink shrink tradium it isn't gonna is it gonna help. You need to bring in like um you need to you you need to, you need to bring in an upgrade if you're if you're gonna do that. And then yeah, tradium is is gonna be easier said than done because he's in a big contract right now. Who's gonna take it? So yeah, it's gonna be a very very. Very interesting offseason for uh all three of, of of the locals for the Sixers, the Nets, and the Knicks. It's gonna be a very interesting summer for all three of them. So it's gonna look look forward to seeing yo uh, what uh what the local basketball teams have in store for us. But yeah, all right, guys. Do you all know what time it is? Hot take of the episode. It is time right now for the hot take of the episode. So I'm gonna stay for this, and then I need to go. Okay, then you need to go. Okay, okay. We're not gonna be talking about much in the second half of the show anyway. But who went last time? I think I went last time. It was no, the you, next no, you, take. No, you went. You went a couple episodes before that. I, I think you went last time. I think I went the episode before that. And then. Michael went, so Alex I'm, has I'm pretty sure Alex, Alex, I think I'm pretty sure this is your hot take, so floor is yours. Do you have, did you look at the wheel? I, 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 I looked at it, I, I looked, I think I'm kind of behind on our, th our things. All I know is that Sam did episode 158, and um, I did the episode like after that, and I'm pretty sure Michael did last episode. Michael, you did last episode, correct? No, Mike. No, I did last episode. Oh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I did the last episode. The last Are episode was. Yeah, I did before that. I did the last episode, Sam. You did two. You did this episode before me. Yeah, yeah. You, you did a couple episodes before. You did 158. I did 159. Michael, you did 160. So Alex is up. Wait, Mike, what Mike, Mike, what was your hot take? I know y'all didn't approve it. That's all I remember. Oh yeah, it was that shitty one. It was a That shitty one. That's so descriptive, Adam. Oh yeah, he was he was saying that uh the Lakers are gonna mm -hmm. are was the Lakers are gonna come out the West? I th I think it was his hot take. And, and I, that theory time. may come out right. That theory may come out right, Adam. <clears throat> Yo, guys, give me a second here. I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> His hot take was the Lakers are gonna, we're gonna make out the West Bears thing. His points are just so you know uh shitty that we disapproved it. Okay, that's uh, right. uh, no, uh, it's uh, 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 you know, you know what, I, I, you know what, Sam, I'm gonna send you uh the link right now so before you go to bed you you can like watch it. Sam disapproved. Sam, y'all all disapproved it. So fuck all you white boys. <laughs> Michael, we love you too. But regards, Alex, it's your hot take. The floor is yours. 
And don't say that Embiid is the best player of all time. I will literally will fall asleep. No, do it. Do it. I dare you, Ox. Live dangerously, please. <laughs> don't be stupid. Uh, so my hot take is um, I think the Sixers go ahead and uh, get rid of Dan- Daniel House Jr. and uh, Phil Khan Kokmise and turn those two into a pretty significant role player um, surrounding uh, Embiid and Harden if he plans to stay put in Philadelphia. Um, and I feel like if if the Sixers can uh, somehow find a way to do that kind of uh, swap, then I think that they got a big chance of getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. So what was your hot take exactly? I I think that um, getting rid of two bench um, bench role players and bringing in a better uh, single-handed player, uh, which will be a better uh, uh player um, and a better shooter, uh, which will be uh, it, it have have more uh, versatile and uh, be efficient in the playoffs. Okay. So your hot thing is they're going to make a trade for a role player? Yeah. I'm not going to lie, Alex, and I'm, I'm saying this as a friend. That's the weakest hot take I've heard so far. Like, the Sixers are going to trade for a role player. I fucking hope they do. I fucking hope they do. I hope they at least change something, Alex. Honestly, I'm being real. I hope they trade James Harden. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. Say, I think you'd agree. He would have been Ben Ross saying that NB is the best NBA player of all time. He, he, at least it would have been inter- it would have been spicy. Would have been like you know an actual hot take, like 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 Alex. You didn't say a hot take. You just said something that the Sixers should fucking do. That's just common sense. They that's tra- my they should, problem. They should, like, that's... like like. Like, like Alex, they should trade for better players. I fucking hope the Sixers would, actually. I really hope they would. Sixers need better players. I hope they would. Yeah. I mean... I, I mean, Michael, what do you think? Like, if, if you... Alright, we're all gonna get our works at the same time. We're gonna do that again. But, Michael, what are your thoughts on that? Alright, it's our take. My man might be asleep. Yeah, is it over? It's over. Axe, is your hot take done? Yeah. Damn, I took a nice little nap, man. Okay, Mike, like, Mike, 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 Mike,
I heard. I just heard boring. Blah blah blah. Role players. Blah blah yes, blah. Yes, yeah, yeah, Mike. Mike. So here you go. This is the hot take. The Sixers should trade their current role players. Wait for it. For better role players. Yeah, woke me oh, up. For- what? What a fucking revolution! I know. Right? Michael. So Michael. I said it. He actually probably would have been better off saying and B's the best NBA player of all time. That would have been at least a hot take. The hell? That was just like that would have at least been engaged. That would have at least been like somewhat like uh that would have at least generated something, but this is just this was just this was just things generating facts, like you're running for president. Okay. It's like, yes. Believe that if you put coffee in the dump, it could cause a toxic waste. Like you already, bro. Like yo. Okay. All right, guys, ready for the verdict? Ready to go first? No, no, we're doing it the same time. We're doing it the same time. Ready? One, two, three. Disapprove. Hail to the now. I'm gonna approve just to have to have a. So okay, so wait, wait, okay, wait, 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 okay, wait, wait. We we never do it. Then I'll go last. Mike, you go second. Adam, you go first. We'll, we'll do this again. Okay, so so Adam, what's your what's your thing? Disapprove. Okay, Mike, what what are you voting, Mike? I just I had to disapprove because I just didn't want to say Mike, 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 Mike. You're so you're supposed to approve. Oh yeah, I approve just to. No, it yes. may, I had to prove because I can't let y'all bo- do my boy like that. You know, his this was the worst hot thing I ever heard in my life. Yes, it so Alex, 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 it's up to me now. So the real question is, do I say approve just so that you have a better record than Adam? Let's see. Yes, that's the goal. <laughs> if you do, if you if you uh, approve this, just so you know. That's 100% confirmation for collusion. <laughs> you guys wouldn't even be able to deny it anymore. You wouldn't be able to deny it anymore. Damn. It would have been Damn. right Damn. there in Damn. your Damn. face, in our audience's okay, face. You so, wouldn't be able to so, deny it anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry, Alex. I got to disapprove. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Alex, I'm sorry. Alex, yeah, your hot take got awful, brother. But like, like, here's the thing, Alex. It's it's not the it's not what like here's the thing, Alex. It's not what you said was wrong. It's what you said was literally just what any NBA team should do. You literally just said trade your current role players for better role players. Full no like, fucking shit. If he said like, for example, if he said the next the six trade players for like a Damian Lillard type, that would have at least been interesting. Or Stop that that would be an interesting. But, Adam, what's up with you and Damian Lillard? Adam, I got a question for you. What's up with you and Damian Lillard's dick in, in mouth lately, bro? Is Damian Lillard? I was Damian... just using it as an example, right? You did it. You you sucking Damian Lillard's penis right now. You giving him a blowjob, <laughs> dude. I feel so bad for Alex. Alex is getting completely dunked on this episode. Poor Alex. Yeah, he, he got I, We feel bad for Alex. Guys, can we approve his hot take? Can we approve his hot take so we no. make it feel good? No, 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 no. no. Sam, I used to hey, feel hey, bad hey. for uh, we. Uh, what is the thing? We got. We got. Remember, guys. 
when we talk about Alex here, he's got nothing but the Phillies till football season. And um, what's it called, Mike? Mike, I want you to also remember in that other group chat, remember how Alex was taunting us about the Knicks? Oh, yeah. So no, fu- remember, so no he was taunting no, us about no the Yankees mercy. when they were actually winning. Remember that? So no, yeah. Alex, never mind. No fucking mercy. Alex, <laughs> yeah, no mercy. Sorry, Sorry buddy. Alex, payback's a bitch, ain't it? All right, so I have to get going, uh, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put oh, up on oh, my bed real quick. Oh, I'm, 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 unfortunately, Sam, I'm so happy. I'm so, I'm, I'm so sad you're gonna miss it. You know what we're gonna do right now? What? We're gonna get you some Toronto Blue Jay slander. <sighs> I hate this. I have to, I have to leave. All right, Damn, I'm just gonna, so I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say my bet. You ready for my bet? Go ahead. Here's my bet. Um, my bet is um, Nuggets money line and Yankees money line. Okay, Goodbye. got it. But oh, it's <laughs> all right. And no, we're gonna do. We're gonna have ex Blue Jays. Uh, no, we're gonna do Michael. We're gonna have we're gonna have Sans Texas Blue J- is a uh, Blue Jay slander to uh the the group chat. Guys, I'm getting I'm getting a little tired of myself, man. I've been. Uh, you can't fall asleep on it yet. We we gotta engage some Blue Jay slander, all right? Ah oh, man, I gotta work in the morning, bro. I gotta work at six a.m. All right, but guy, if you guys haven't heard right now, the Yankees, yo, Aaron Judge had himself a, a little bit of controversy. You wanna know why? Why? He was looking the wrong way. He was looking apparently. Apparently the Blue Jays make a big deal of him like constant. Apparently he was looking towards like uh the Yankees dugout I think or towards the, uh, like the Yankees was it first baseline or was it third base or was it or was it third baseline I don't really know but and people were accusing him of like oh is like Aaron Judge cheating that was an actual narrative that Aaron Judge. Maybe cheating. No evidence. No nothing. No nothing. Um, no nothing. They everyone's saying, "Oh, like, oh, like Aaron Judge is looking like apparently he's looking to like get signs." Could could the Yankees be cheating now? And then eventually came out was that what likely happened? A lot of people are, a lot. Well, I was that the Yankees were stealing signs. The Yankees weren't stealing signs. The Blue Jays. Were tipping, were tipping their signs, and the Yankees were 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 really now. Judge said after the game, you know, that he was looking towards the dugout. He was apparently like because apparently Boone got ejected for ejected, and the Yankees were there was apparently tripping. He was like apparently looking toward another, saying, "Don't do that. Like we're up big here. Like don't trip." I don't know. Again, no, I don't know how much I believe that, but but this, but the but the same time, but the same time, you know. If he was doing it, because he's not gonna say, you know, oh, we, oh, we, t- we, we, like, we noticed their tell, like he, like he's obviously not gonna do, he's obviously not gonna do that, you know, because, you know, because then they would say, oh, because sh- the Blue Jays would say, uh, the Blue Jays uh, would say, you know, um, uh, the 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 Blue Jays would say, like, oh, like they say, oh crap, yo, they're they're um. 
they're stealing our sign. They're, 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 we're tipping our, our sign, so we got to change this. The, 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 oh, oh, the, we got to change this, so. So, obviously, he's not going to say that, but honestly, what the Yankees are doing right now, even if they are, unless, again, unless I will, I, I'll say this, I will, um, I will reserve to write the change my opinion on this. If it, the, if it happens, you know, um, if it happens, uh, if, if, if something comes out that the Yankees were, do, were doing something similar to the Astros or they were actually cheating, then yeah, I'll, I'll reserve on my, um, what was I saying? One of the players actually did get caught cheating, but that's a story for another, that's a story for, uh, you know, another day, but, 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 but I'm talking about if, if they're doing something similar to the Astros, you know, um, like, obviously, I'll change my mind. But to assume that he's, like, that they're, they're, they're doing something just because he was doing it, not, but just because, oh, he was looking the wrong way? Come on, guys. You got to be better than that. Baseball, baseball media, you got to be better than that. And Blue Jays, you got to be better than that. I mean, really. I mean, Alex, what are your thoughts on the whole fiasco? Um, I mean, uh, I guess it, it's what he does and can't really do anything about it. And, um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what else to say about it, but, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, it's definitely a very, very wild situation, and apparently, like, apparently a lot of the blues, it was making a whole big scene out of it, out of it, because the, the blues make a big scene about it, apparently they called one of the, apparently their, their manager was calling one of the Yankees players, like, um, was calling one of the Yankees players fat, and it's like, I think we're saying like what? Shut up, guy! I mean, the Blue Jays, the they're the Blue Jays are really awesome, guys. For even as much young, uh, they have like they've got some really great pieces, like from Rogero Junior to you know, Bo Bichette to George Sprayer. That team is very, very unlikable. And not even, not even like in a good way. Not even in a good way to like, for example, the Houston Astros. They're very unlikable, but you know what? It's 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 because yo, it's because they're winners. It's because yo, they're as as and and they're winners. Like they're unlikable, but yo, in a way, in a way where it's like okay, it's like they're winners. You can't really like you. They're winners. Like the Blue Jays, they haven't. What have they done recently? They have won a World Series since like nineteen ninety three. They 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 haven't had any postseason success. Who gave them the right to chip so much? Who gave them the right? Who, who gave them the right to, you know, like, what have they done to earn the right to be so talking? You got Lerga Giro talk, talking all this crap about the Yankees. Now all this stuff like was like, oh, your best player who broke the single season home run record last year 
you're uh, the, uh is is apparently cheating is apparently she with little if any no evidence to back it up it's just really like the blue jays they're just being very like like well right now when they have no right to be and i say if if again like i said if this was if this was the Astros or even the Tampa Bay Rays, like the Tampa Bay Rays are very similar. They're a team that gets under your step they gets under you. They're a team that's very annoying, but you know what? They have the right to be annoying. They, like they, they they it's in a way it's like okay, it's like they're they're like a like a legitimate threat. The Blue Jays haven't haven't proven anything to be a legitimate threat. At least this current core. It's like really, it's really guys. It's just really, really like it's 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 a really like it's an interesting situation right now going on in Yankee Land. But the Yankees win; they win back back two games. Uh, so def definitely um definitely you know um de it's definitely been very very interesting. Now at the same time, you know, getting back to like the thing that I actually got doing, to make our mind games caught for sticky stuff. What I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, he was this guy was up this this guy you know, like LB was like was investigating. He's been under like um, like there's a lot of suspicion around Herman potentially using like some sort of illegal substance. Um, use some sort of illegal substance, lessons and for him to get caught doing that using illegal substance. Knowing with all like the cheating, with all this controversy around on one of the best players, like up like being being accused of cheating, if you give a call at that, to him to get caught doing that right now, it's just incredible. It, it's just you couldn't be more tone deaf. You could not be more tone deaf if you try. It's a because it, now it makes the organization in a bad light and it gives like um it gives like. At least a little bit of credibility to all people who are who are who are coming up with these accusations. So, I mean, I mean this isn't even. I mean, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm on Domingo. I'm, I mean, this isn't even Domingo Ryan's worst mishap with the Yankees. But it's just, it's just proven time and time again that that this this is just, it's it's just yo. Know, I mean, this guy is just. I mean, it's just really like dumb behavior by by uh, it's just really dumb behavior by Ramon. Is, is what I'm saying. Is it? It's like, it's just, it's just really. It's it's really like. Could you be any dumber? Could you really, really be any dumber? Is what I'm saying. But 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 the yeah, they the Yankees though. They get two wins, you know, they're really they're starting to turn around. You know, we talked about before, you know, them not them not playing their best baseball, them not, you know, uh the their lineup, you know, being thin, they're they're not playing the best baseball. They're starting to turn around. You could tell they're starting they're starting to you know, uh they're starting to you know, turn the corner. Once they're seven, they've won like se they've you know, they st after sweeping the Astros, they take two out of three from the Rays, and they've won the first two games of the series against the Blue Jays. So you can tell they're starting to score. Aaron Judge is healthy, and he's looking like MVP. Rizzo's played extremely, extremely well. Volpe's looking like he's he's slowly but surely early, like I mean, into his own. I think it's only a matter of time before we see him break out. 
Blaber's playing well, DJ's playing well, so and really what once this once this team, you know, um starts, you know, to once this team really starts, you know, uh, gel, once this team starts to get healthy, we're gonna get Luis Severino back hopefully soon. Hopefully 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 by some time you get Roman back no, no. hopefully by some time you get Carl Shodome back and you could really really, you know, uh make a uh, ho- I, I, once you're fully healthy, hopefully you can close the gap between the Rays and really make a run at this division and it's the playoffs. So yeah, any thoughts, Scott, Michael, any thoughts on, you know, this, um, Aaron, this, uh, Aaron, uh, Judge, uh, bullshit? Blue Jays are a bunch of bitches. Fuck them. <laughs> That's exactly what... what... <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Sam's right now going off on the Blue Jays and the Cavs, which I rightly so. I mean, for a team that had, that's the thing. That's the thing. If they had won something, if they had won at least some, if, if they had won championship, like actually, heck. Even if they made it to the World Series, if they were like legit playoff contenders, I couldn't understand them being so trippy. They don't want shit and they're being so trippy. Come on. Alright. But guys, you know what time it is? It's time right now for our bets of the episode. Um, again, I've really been uh, again. I've lost track of really like our best ho- uh, 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 our best uh, uh, our best standing. So it's definitely um it's definitely not gonna be like um easy. It's de- it's definitely not gonna be easy. But you know what, guys, you, you know what they say in this business. Sometimes you gotta do what what you what you gotta do. So, so who's so by uh, who's doing the game of the episode? Yeah, that's the thing we gotta do the game of the episode, guys. You can tell I'm tired right now, guys. Can't you tell I'm tired? Yeah. Okay. All right, Michael, you want? I think did, did Michael win his bet last time? It's been so long that uh, it's been quite a while since the last episode, so I'm not sure. I haven't even right forgot to rope down the best for last episode. God damn it! So yeah, Michael. Michael, you know, we're going to make this easy. Michael, you got the pick. Lakers Nuggets. Lakers Nuggets game two? Okay. This is a tough one. You know, I look at the games from ground. I know which way you're picking. I'm, I'm going to go, uh, I'll go Nuggets. I'll go Nuggets. 
Lakers. That was easy. Okay, now for my bet here, um, you know what? NHL's not until Friday, so I really don't want to do that. Uh, I really don't feel like betting, like, the Heat. So, I'm going to do a little uh, Yankees uh, parlay action. You got Garrett Cole, I'm going to go up against Chris Bassett tomorrow. So, you know what? What I'm going to do? I'm going to take the New York Yankees money line. And... You know what I'm going to do? What am I going to There's a 10-second window. If you don't pick a bet, we'll pick it for you. I said, I said Yankees over Blue Jays already. If you don't pick another one, we'll pick. if you don't pick a second bet, and if you say you click in the pink in the second bet and you don't pick it, me and Alex will pick one for you. You have 10 seconds. Nine. Eight. I'm going to do Anthony Volpe getting a hit. Alex, you're up. Bitch, don't rush me or I'll put you back in the waiting room. You rush us all the time, the fuck? All right, Alex, new rule. I, I, you don't rush me. I don't rush you. No, no. You you, you bad because I rushed you back, player. I, I won't rush you anymore, all right? How about that? If you don't I don't know if me. I can trust you. I don't know if I can trust you. All right. All right. Have this. You can rush me, but you can't do countdowns, all right? You know what you can say? Hurry up before I give you something money line. How about that? Is all right. That... No deal. I get to rush you. Too bad. Alex, hurry up. I got all night for you pansies. Okay. I'll do... Uh, all right, all right. Go. Alex, text to your bed. All right. I mean, I mean, stay okay, on the I'll air, but also text it. Okay. If y'all don't pick your damn best, I'm gonna kill one of y'all. Should I uh, say it anyway? Go ahead, and say it. Say it. actually, actually, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do um. I'm, I'm just gonna do that, and we'll be getting hit. All right, that's my bet. Go ahead, Alex. Okay, I'm going to do Padres money line against Kansas City and Tampa Bay money line against the Mets. Okay. All right, Michael Cunningham, last up. Go ahead. I'm going to pick Yankees money line. I'm also going to – I'm also going to take – what's a hockey bet? Adam, who's playing hockey? The Easter Cars Finals. Yeah, they're not until Thursday. Uh, you got the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers, and the East and the West. You have the Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, shout out to one of my best friends that we had on our show, Mister Max Ballas Bogarts, who's one of my best friends we had on our show. And I'm gonna go with Vegas for my boy Max. Max, I love you, brother. Good my bet. Good bet. Good bet. Stars, nice. That's going to be a very interesting series. Those are my best. 
Yeah, I'm going text to them to me. Just text them, text them to me. All right, thank you. All right, guys, solve for our best to solve for this episode. Um, yo, um, yes, you got. Oh yeah, we also got to, to say what me and Sam. Alex, uh, you know what me and Sam did to Michael? What? Michael, tell him what we did to you. So me and so me, 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 me and Sam, we went to uh, we went out for a bit. We went out for uh. We went out to, we went out for uh burgers. We went out to do a shopping. I picked up the new Zelda game. Zelda game. Um, I picked up the new Zelda game. It was a lot of fun. And then, you know what we did afterward? Idiots. Michael's what? on vacation. So Michael, tell me what we did to you. These idiots stopped at my house <laughs> while well, he was on vacation. Oh my god. We took we took a selfie outside his his house and then we did do a board attempt to just text him and just say hashtag arson. But you didn't do it. And no, but it's no, we did something bad. We FaceTimed him and said arson. I'm gonna kill you. I'm calling you guys later. Damn. What? Yeah, I thought you were about to leave. I'm gonna kill you guys. Have a nice night. Okay. Have a nice night. Have a nice night, Michael. I taught you well. Let's end the show. All right. Yeah. Any thought, thoughts, guys? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, we go Yanks is the only team we have left. All we got, guys. That's it, guys. Know what that means? It's official, Michael. And Sam and, and and Alex. All we've got is our baseball team so football season. No, I still got my Lakers. Oh yeah, you still got your Lakers, so you're the you're the last man standing, uh, Michael. You're the last man standing. Congratulations, buddy. Hope you're enjoying the guys. But guys, that's it. This is episode 161 of the Gigafighter Trishley. I'm excited. My cutting up. I'm Trishley. 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 I'm Trishley